welcome to episode 31 of Behind the Bites. Um, sounding a little under the weather right now because I've got this massive cold and we're recording this on Skype, so the quality isn't that great. Sorry about that. Yeah, thanks to uh, Skype, you actually sound fine. Oh, do I? Yeah. It's modulating <laughs> your voice true. to make you sound very yeah, well. <laughs> that is very true. You are. You're actually sounding perfectly okay. That's good to hear. Anyways, this is Abbas from Tech Radar, and you heard uh, Danish from GN Tech and Mike, my co-host from Mike himself. Um, guys, how are you? Hey, very well, man. Good. How are you? Good. Um, yeah, a little bit under the weather, like I said. I've got the snuffles, but other than that, you know, it goes on. Yep. So we've had All a right, fairly eventful week this time around. Uh, quite a few attends, that, uh, quite a few events that we've attended, um, you know, uh, happening locally. Uh, we also have had a full week with our new Mate 10 Pro phones. So how about we get mm -hmm. started with that? Sounds good. Okay, cool. Abbas, go first. Okay, so I think based on the week that I've had with it, I think it's a good phone with a great potential. Um, I think there are some software issues that Huawei needs to work on, but... Uh, the screen is good, the battery life is phenomenal, the performance is good, the camera on auto is okay, but I think if you dig into manual settings, you can get some really, really, really nice shots. So I, I think it's one of those phones that is going to age really well with time. Uh, mm -hmm. For me right now, it's, it's, it's still a pretty good phone. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, the user interface, EMUI, Motion UI, not necessarily sold on that. Uh, battery life after a software update has gotten phenomenal. Screen is good. I won't say it's the best screen that I've used, but uh, overall, I'm happy with the device. I don't have any major complaints with it, let's just say that. And I think it has what it takes to sort of go head-to-head -head with the rest of the flagships that we've sort of played with for the year. Mm -hmm. So that's Mike? the quick summary from my... Yeah, Mike? I mean, for me, I, uh, I guess I'll power it what Abbas has said. Um, I think I'm a little bit more bullish on this phone. Uh, I walked into it, I think, it from, from when we first picked it up last week. I was cool on it, but a little bit cold. I mean, there's been reported, and we didn't really mention this much last week because we'd only had it for a couple of hours, but the, the battery life had some real issues um, straight after we were given the devices at launch. Um, but they've since patched that, and now the thing is, it works a dream. I'm, you know, I'm running now, it's been on since 9 o'clock this morning. Well, sorry, six o'clock this morning, and now it's nearly eight o'clock in the evening, and I'm still at like forty percent battery, which is bonkers. Um, it's exactly what I want from a smartphone. Um, again, I'll, I'll, I'll echo what what Abbas said about the screen not being the best, but I feel like after not looking at the or having to return the Note Eight that that we'd had for review, so I'm no longer near the nicest screen in smartphone history, uh, and now I'm just looking at this screen all the all the all the time, like the HDR is great. It's bright enough when you when you put it up. I mean, it's videos look great on it. My my one thing that I think is really clever with Huawei, and we, we haven't seen the official price, at least for this phone, yet in the UAE, but they mm -hmm. they price this even in the, in Europe, and I believe uh, it's not coming out of the states, is it? But in, at least in Europe, to be no the the pro is oh the pro is okay, but like it's priced considerably yeah. lower than the iPhones yeah. and the Samsung phones that have the same sort of specs and caliber. And I think, again, that's super clever on Huawei's, um, on Huawei's front because, you know, the people are, people are whinging that the iPhones have gone up in price this year, right? And they're not ostensibly mm -hmm. offering much more than what this is, aside from maybe so wireless the, charging. But Sorry, Mike, so sure. the pricing in euros that was announced for this phone was how much? Uh, six. Seven nine nine. nine. Sorry, seven nine nine, yeah. No. No, 699. Yeah. 699 no, for the regular, 799, 799 for, the for the Pro. That's right. Correct. And how does that compare with the difference. rest of the flagships? And I believe that the the i the iPhones are like eight, nearly nine hundred euros, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. Like, like eight fifty, nine hundred euros. So it's still a little bit more expensive. And then the Note eight is also up in that kind of price. Definitely, you know, the, the Samsung Galaxy S eight and the S eight plus are a little bit cheaper, but I just think it's clever so that they've still managed to, you know, I mean, this is a pretty full-featured phone with a with an excellent camera. Uh, and it's fast as balls. 
I don't think this is that. Yeah, yeah. quite fast. Yeah, for from from you know the hands-on that I've read, nobody's really talking about it. But like in my testing, just a being it with several other phones. So I did it with this, with uh, with the Note Eight, with the U11. Um, I didn't have a, uh, an iPhone on hand to try it, but like the loading of web pages, switching between apps, I'm just I'm thoroughly impressed by just how quick it is. Like and it's noticeable. Like I'll be like trying to post something to like uh, our, our Instagram account for for stuff. Yep. And normally I'll, I'll like go into the browser, put in the stuff link, like, sw- you know, as it loads in the background, I could swap out and download an image from my email to then use in the Instagram account, right? And this is like, I don't have that system anymore because this loads the web page so quickly, which is like <laughs> testament to just how freaking fast it is. I know that's a very, <laughs> very particular use case for me, but I'm like, okay, it's just shaved seconds off every interaction I have on my day, which is great. So the units that we've got for review are 6GB units. Is that that's right. standard across all units, or is there a 4GB version as well? No, from my understanding, it's just 6GB on the Pro. Yeah, uh, and, and, it's and I believe the our ones are actually 64 gigabyte uh, with storage space, but the actual ones that will be coming out to market will be 128 Yes, that's correct. So we've actually got slightly gimped versions than, than what will be in stores yeah. next month. And yeah, so it, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the really nice thing that it's 6 gig, 64. Like, I mean, my opinions on the, on the Mate 10 Pro, especially since we all got the Mate 10 Pro, is um, the phone is beautiful. Uh, Huawei definitely released it before it was ready for launch. Mm. And I'm sure it will be by the time consumers get it on their hands. But it was a little irritating to see, um, to see those, to see, to face those issues because, I mean, we, we all know how much we were waiting for this phone. But the, the, the thing I love the most about the Mate 10 Pro is that for any daily user, it is just a mad fabulous package. Um, it's it's yeah i'm just parroting what you guys said but it's everything a user needs every single thing and i think that just works so much in its advantage i mean they didn't go like oh my god we've put in the bells and whistles for you so here you go pay us a large premium um all the magic that they've done is internal more than external so um so yeah real credits to them for that that being said um uh, the Mate 10 is a little bit slower, for sure. I'm, I've been using the Mate 10 for just over a day now. Um, and but don't they have the same processors? So they do have the same processors, but this one's a 4 gig RAM. Got it. Okay. So, so that is making a slight bit of a difference. And we did some speed tests, and um, the Mate 10 Pro showed very variable performance. So it definitely needs another software update. And like I was telling you guys earlier, there is one right on the horizon. So that's great. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it showed very variable performances. In At one point, among the uh, Z2 Pro, um, Mate 10, Mate 10 Pro, Note 8, uh, Huawei U11 6GB, it was the fastest as well as second last. So it's showing very, very oh, timings every time you do the test. So at one point we got, so for the, we, for the real world speed test we did, which involves opening and closing about 13 apps and reloading them, um, the Mate 10 Pro once did it in 2 minute 37 and once in 2 minute 51. Right. Whereas the Mate 10 was in the 3 minute segment. But funny enough, funny enough, and we can get to that a little later, but funny enough, the fastest actually was the Z2 Pro. I've, uh, yeah, I've noticed that's a very, very fast phone as well. Uh, we'll yeah, clean, get to clean, that. clean, clean OI, man, clean OI. Like, if we were to put everything we had on the Mate 10 Pro on a clean, clean Android system, oh my God, that would be the fastest phone ever. Fair enough. I think the UI is sort of bogging it down. Let me ask you guys about one thing. Uh, Huawei was going on and on about the AI in it. Have either one of you experienced anything at all to do with AI? I certainly haven't in the week of testing. Maybe that's just too little, but I just wanted to know if either one of you guys have seen anything. Uh, I, I, no. I mean, look, I want to think that maybe 
this AI stuff is what's going on in the background that's making the phone be as fast as it is, at least for my thing. Every time I take a photo of my dog, a little icon of a dog shows up on my, on the bottom left of the uh, of the of the viewfinder. It is recognizing it. Yes, it is recognizing that my dog is indeed a dog. Whether the photos <laughs> it takes are better or worse, like I, you can't you can't take a photo without that filter on because it doesn't seem to be a way to turn it off. So it's hard to tell if it's actually helping, right? Like because there's no way to A B the the results. But I mean, there's definitely something going on in the background. But I agree, there's not really for the amount of uh, of of like hoopla that they made about AI, there's certainly not a lot that's immediately evident for what's going on. I, I don't know if you felt found differently, uh, Dinesh. No, I mean, um, see, I remember um, in the last podcast also, Mike, you had said that unfortunately the, the one thing Huawei did wrong was that they shouted AI so much and you had said this the last time that there is still no quantifiable way to understand how it's working. Mm. I mean, maybe there are much smarter people than us which use big, fat, fancy computers to quantify what's going on, right. but we don't really have a way to. Mm. And yeah, I didn't see anything specific in the pro which was like, okay, you know what, this is working. So, um, so yeah, no, man. Uh, Abbas, to answer your question, no, I haven't seen anything either. But that being said, um, Huawei has always spoken about it being one of those things that helps you in the long term. All their examples also they gave were in terms of understanding. And I guess um, with all kinds of data collection, it takes a while before you kind of have quantifiable data to work on. Well, I, look, I mean, they showed, uh, they've showed this several times, but in the, the sort of the speed of the Kirin chip's ability to like uh, sort through like photo recognition, right, or object recognition, through cameras, mm -hmm. right? right? And they showed how, like, how fast Kirin chip is compared to, I think it was the iPhone and how slow it is on the Note 7. Yes. Uh, Note 8. And um, and so maybe that's what goes into whenever I hold my phone up to my dog, it, like, instantly recognizes that it's a dog. So it must be doing something in the background to just scan hundreds of millions of images or whatever to actually find I think that. that's that's because it has the NPU built in yeah. um, in it, yes. which is helping that. Interestingly, we also found out that the Pixel 2's got a Google design and yeah. which is which isn't activate. even turned on, right? Exactly, which isn't turned on at the yeah. moment. And I think Apple has that in the Bionic as well. Mm. Uh, it's not present yes. on the Snapdragon 835, which is what the Note is running, or the mm. uh, sorry, the version that we get here in this region. Exynos. It's the Exynos. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's part of that yet. Uh, but uh, I, I think that that's definitely one thing where, uh, you know, Huawei seems to be ahead. Mm. Uh, let's see what Google comes up with next, but uh, let's, let's just leave with that. Okay, so the is official phones is what, on the 30th of October here? Yes. Yes, 30th of October for the Middle East. And we know the pricing on the regular one, but the Pro will be priced at that time. Yes, apparently. Yes. But I would, I would estimate... Nothing less than two eight nine nine two triple nine for uh, this is theorems for the um, for the Mate I'm 10 with Pro. You on that. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, I think that's pretty much yeah. the prices be for this. Just, but do you it, think it that's going to be for the 128 GB or 64 GB storage? Yes, 128. We won't. The 64 thing definitely seems like something that came up only for um, the, the the press uh, event. Okay. I don't seem to have seen anyone else with 6GB64. Um, there is one particular concern that I have uh, with the, with well, I don't know if it's going to be related to Mate 10 or not, but I'm not sure if you guys remember when the P9 was launched. Was it the P9 or P10? P9, right? That was released? Last year. Uh, okay. Last year. Apparently, some units had the UFS 2.1 storage and some okay. didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, Huawei said that they were short on UFS 2.1, so they used uh, 2.0, I believe, which was right. noticeably right. slower in performance and flash Correct. performance. So, I mean, I'm assuming that we have UFS 2.1 on our units, which yeah. is why we're all happy with it. I just hope Huawei doesn't repeat the same thing for the Mate 10 Pros that go out for sale in the market. I hope they have enough stock off it. No, uh, I, I don't think that should be a concern this time around. Cool. I don't yeah, think as so. Long as hope, they hope, not. As yeah, I hope not. You know what? You know yeah. what? In the past two weeks, I've become, I've lost all faith 
in uh, in big smartphone manufacturers. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. I know that that's topic for another day. But oh my God, for me, nothing is like just nothing. I have no faith in them. Like iPhone X coming up, sure, let it come up, then I'll get excited. Yeah, but did you read the report today about iPhone 10 that Apple is supposedly lowering the standards yeah, of yeah, 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 image yeah. recognition just to get them faster? I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's no one that you can trust in the industry right now. Apple's doing no, man, this. Like, Google, unfortunately, has got so, display issues. So, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know what? Consumers are suffering, all right? I mean, just give a phone that works well and does its job. But, and yeah. I'm not even, and I I'm, think I'm not even giving them the Trump... But a month or two from now, Huawei is going to be the only phone that once it's all updated and all its software bugs are gone, it is going to be the only stable phone I will recommend to anybody. Unless, obviously, iPhone X surprises me, which I highly doubt. Well, the thing is, as well, Dinesh, is, is you know, uh, consumers are missing out because the price of these things is going up as well, right? Like, it's not like they're getting yep. cheaper. Yep. They're technically getting, to, you know, ending up being worse phones for more money. You know, the Pixel 2 XL with its problems, I mean, okay, whether whether they're as dire as perhaps sometimes they've been reported on are still problems for a, a phone that costs, you know, $850, right? Or close to 900 yeah, plus yeah, tax, yeah. which is, it's that's bonkers, man, to have a phone at that price that has got some, you know, noticeable hardware issues is sad. I, I'm with you guys. Mine ships tomorrow hmm. uh, from Google. Then it goes to mm-hmm. shop and ship, and then it comes over here. So it's probably going to be another week to 10 days before I get it. But uh, let's see what happens tomorrow. No, man, I think, see, in all honesty, with the Pixel thing, it is definitely unfortunate, for sure. Um, and one very important thing to remember is that just because they're Google, they're not smartphone manufacturing geniuses. Yeah. Yes, they, they learn very quickly. Yes, they'll probably have another 5,000 people you know, bought over from some other company. But this is clearly their, um, I'm and, sorry, I don't know the correct word, but and, their amateurity. And, I don't know what the word for that gate. is coming out. It's their antenna gate. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is their antenna gate. Oh, my God, that's so true. <laughs> screen oh, gate. I did not think of that. Screen gate. Damn, yeah. screen gate. Yeah, well, technically, screen gate is all LGs. Yes, that's, that's true. true. They're all LG panels. So I think the panel that uh, we have on the Huawei is also manufactured mm-hmm. by LG. Correct. On the Mate 10 Pro, uh, the OLED panel. Yes. But I don't know. Uh, actually, I was going to ask you guys if you all know. Do you all know if it's OLED or P OLED? P, well, that's a good question. I don't know. Don't want to answer that. I have a I... feeling these are OLEDs. I think so. I'm not sure. Because the Mate 10 is LCD. Mm. Correct. So... Um, so that, that, that was hilarious, by the way, because I used an LCD after a very long time, considering the way this year has been with smartphones. And today I walk out into the sun and I'm like, oh my God, how did we survive last year? Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, quite a funny moment. Yeah, no, I think OLEDs are quite nice. It's just that uh, even Samsung took a couple of generations to sort of you know get to the level where they are now. It, it took them two to three years to yeah. get as good as they are. So I'm, I'm assuming LG will too. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, one thing, um, so Abbas, uh, especially you, you'd, you'd know about this, but like, you remember how when we got the units on day one, you were the first one to open them up. We took a bunch of pictures. That's right. And you know, the thing is, um, I, one thing I've begun to kind of get, the one thing that's beginning to irritate me about the note. Now, while the usage of the note is just, unbelievable when it's in your hand the, the, okay. the just speaking specifically about the camera and the and the consumption of media mm-hmm. it is that day when we did the comparison that i realized that and i and i did i came back to the bar and i put the images we took on the mate 10 and the note 8 i put them on my laptop i rather i saw them on the laptop and it, it was unbelievable it was unbelievable how similar they are but thanks to the screens on our phones yeah you know, one thing looks much worse than the other. Yeah, I yeah, felt, I felt this as well. I was... When I when I actually looked, I'd taken a bunch of photos on the Mate 10, on the Mate 10 Pro, and then could, and then looked at them on the Note 8 screen, and I was like, oh, I can't. I could have. I struggle to tell the difference between these yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, it's 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 one of those things. And the thing is, both 
uh, both those phones, speaking specifically about these two phones, even in their respective editing apps, they react to the edit the way the screen allows it to. Right. So even, so so of, let's say you take a photo on the Mate 10 Pro, brighten it a bit and put it onto this phone, onto the Note, it would still be ridiculously bright the way Note 8 projects it to be. Yeah. Which is... It's like a constant con, which is a very, I, I know that this topic can go on for a while, but it's a, it's a very weird thing that, I, that I'm a little taken aback by since I realized it. Yeah, so Samsung no, phones so, kind of lend themselves to only being good for everyone who has Samsung phones. I guess that makes sense, right? So like if you, I guess, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, look, the, the screen on the Note 8 is gorgeous, but it's a particular kind of oversaturated gorgeous, right? And once once yeah, you kind yeah, of stared yeah. at it, once you've been using it for a protracted period of time, you're like, okay, all smartphone screens should look like this. But then you go back and not all smartphone screens do look like that. Yeah. Sure. I mean, the colors do pop more on the Note. But again, having said that, if I'm watching something on my television, mm. I, I want the colors to pop. I don't know about you guys, but I enjoy that. I, yeah, you know, I kind of like I'm, that, which is why... I'm not that, I man. mean. I'm the okay. I'm the, I'm the spend. You prefer 40, the more natural tone. Yeah, I'm sp I'm the spend the forty five minutes going through all the brightness and contrast settings, and like the the balance to get it to look like cinema grade, so it looks grainy and lovely. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> but, but having said that, I I don't you know after the the note has sold me on a bright beautiful screen. I just unfortunately have had to kind of temper my expectations back down when looking. You know, we did a a big. Uh, smartphone feature for, for the next issue of the magazine. And uh, I've just been going through all the different phones, checking them, like, you know, going back through everything. Um, and like, yeah, just nothing is like that Samsung screen. So realistically, yeah, yeah, it's sure, like, no you just have to, have to kind of let it go, which, yeah. It's just, it's, I feel like I have. Dude, it's, it's one of those things where now, for example, they jumped the screen to 1,200 nits. Mm. 200 yep. nits more than more than a Samsung S8 Plus. I couldn't go back to my S8 Plus. I was like, no, this is pointless. I cannot. It is, it's a waste of time. Right? But the, the thing that's driving me up the wall is that it's... It's great, like like Abbas, what you just said, right? You like you like your TV to show you your media, you know, all popped and beautiful, which you're absolutely right, and that is for the media consumption part. But when we're talking about the caliber of, let's say, one camera versus the other, the screen can be a very heavy misrepresentation. I mean, right. in this matter, yeah, you're right. In in this matter, even if you guys, uh, the Abbas, the the link you posted to Marcus Brown's. Um, review of the Pixel 2. Uh -huh. Even he says it, that the Pixel 2, because of its screen, he posted a picture which he thought looked good on the Pixel screen, but the second he looked at it on an iPhone screen, I think it was in the video, he just, like, it just looks like a completely different image, which is a very, um, let's say, troubling thing because screens are not standardized. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, I mean, we do have the... sRGB and uh, what's the other standard? P3, is it? I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we do easy. have these standards, but the problem is that each smartphone manufacturer sort of looks yeah. at it a little differently. And yeah, I mean, you know, when you're competing against everyone else, you'd want your screen to outshine the rest. I mean, I've said that about the iPhone previously. They don't necessarily have had... Um, Quad HD screens like Androids, yet even on a full HD, the iPhone Plus looks stunning. I mean, the screen oh, yeah. is calibrated so well uh, by Apple. Kudos to them. I mean, they do a great job of tuning their screens. Uh, so every manufacturer tends to sort of, you know, do the best they can with the screen. No, but see, then. And yes, you're absolutely exactly right. It won't show you the actual performance of a camera. You're, you're absolutely right. I totally get it where you're coming from. Uh, yeah, and I yeah. understand the fact that a lot of times these screens might not necessarily even show you the right color value. I mean, so, you know, you take a, you take a picture from a Huawei uh, and you look at it yeah. on the Huawei screen uh, versus a Samsung screen. Samsung might oversaturate it. And while you're editing and trying to fix that, you might not necessarily get the right image that you wanted to. Uh, you know, on, on the PC or on the computer, it might look very different. I totally get it. I totally get it. Uh, 
But again, having said that, personally, for me, I kind of enjoy that little pop on the color, um, which Fair is, again, enough. another reason I'm afraid of the pixel, because all the reviews that I've read, the colors don't yeah. pop. So, so, again, I'm a little bit, yeah, you know. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But again, that, I think, points Fair out enough. to personal preferences. But yeah, you're right. As far as editing oh, yeah. is concerned and all of that, yes, you're absolutely point on on that. No, the only, the only, the only other point that I'll take out from this is that what you said about Apple, right? Now, what I love about them, and I can't believe what I'm saying, this about Apple, but the thing is, they perfected their displays to the extent that, now, okay, let me, you take a picture on a Note 8, it'll look gorgeous on your phone, you put it onto a PC, and let's assume you even have a 4K PC, right? Let's assume that. You've got a nice yeah. 4K screen for a PC, it'll still not look like it looks on the phone. Whereas with Apple, it's the reverse. The calibration is to an extent which suits not only retina displays, but any decent HD or 4K display as well. That is that the issue I'm talking about, that that consistency across devices is where Samsung just, and again, nothing wrong with their cameras, not like they're cheating us, their cameras are mad amazing, but it's just that part. But yeah, I think we've digressed for quite a while. Let's, yeah. um, let's jump back. Cool, awesome. Let's move on to the Moto Z2 Force that uh, we attended the launch for on Sunday, I believe. Mm. Um, yes. If I remember correctly. So, uh, yes. who wants to take this? Who wants to go ahead and describe the phone okay. before we get onto it? I'll let, I'll let you Okay, do I'll it, go for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, the Moto Z2 Force was, is the next uh, in the generation of the Moto Z series. Um, the Z series was Moto's take on Moto mods, um, on, let's say, on modular device, devices rather. Um, so in case anyone listening doesn't know, mods are basically little attachments for their phones where you just snap it onto the back and you have either a speaker or a projector or a Hasselblad camera or a 360 camera and so on. Um, the Moto Z Force, this time, very funny enough, comes to the UAE this time. Last year, the Z Force did not come because, and only the Z came. The Z Force is the top of the line device uh, and comes with a shatterproof display, which is very cool. I think that's super cool. Um, so the shatterproof but, display, just to confirm, it's basically they're almost putting the screen into like a, a separate housing, right? From from my understanding yes. of it, right? So instant. So for instance, so if you were to, if you were to somehow break it, you wouldn't actually be breaking. You most likely wouldn't be breaking the screen. You'd be breaking sort of the housing that the the phone sits in. That is then cheaper Correct. and easier to replace. So based on my knowledge from the last phone, uh, from the Moto Z, when the Moto Z Force was there, um, based on my knowledge from that one, they put it into five um, like super combined layers of different different materials inside a whole different alloy um, in uh, alloy JC, and that's what creates the 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 quote unquote shatterproofness. I mean, at the event, the dude uh, dropped it a bunch of times, and it looked fine, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, we did that. Oh, today yeah, the yeah. Abbas, well. You were playing with it today, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. saw the video. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I mean, it was... <laughs> it's funny, like, you give this device to someone, you tell them, drop it. They're like, no, I'm not going to drop it. Like, no, yeah. drop it. Please drop it. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Took a little bit of convincing uh, with Mufi in our office to sort of just go ahead and drop it. <laughs> and you should have seen his reaction when that thing fell on the floor. Uh, but it survived. It survived <laughs> fine without any scratches whatsoever. That's good news. So yeah, that works. That's good. And what's great about yeah, it is, I mean, like sometimes with these phones, you get them and like, okay, great, it's shatterproof. But then it's a, a mid-range Android that nobody really wants, right? But this one's actually like fully yeah. spec'd, right? So we're yes, uh, it's got an eight thirty-five. It's got a six GB RAM. Uh, I think the units we have have sixty-four or one twenty-eight gig memory. I'm not sure. Sixty-four. Um, I think it's, yeah, don't it's completely decked out, no headphone jack, but still a very nice, slim, solid body. Um, they've got the little bump for the dual camera at the back. They've got a flash in the front for the front camera. So yeah, it's it's a fully specced out phone. And completely stock Android, literally zero applications on it other than what Google provides you. So There are a couple of settings for Moto mods, but, uh, and Moto, you know, the the two or three actions. little features, yeah, actions, exactly, there you go. But literally every application on there is a stock Google app. That's good. Well, and this oh, is man, great, this is so great nice for people so that even cheap. if they don't want to use the mods uh, that don't have access to a Pixel, then they can go for something like this. 
Absolutely, yep. and I think that makes it super fast. I mean, the specs are there, so do other phones, but I think because of that super clean Android experience, this phone is fast. This phone is really, really fast. Cool. So from from my testing, I managed to we all did on at the launch. We managed to play around the 360 camera. I thought it was it was pretty cool. Yes. I thought it recorded really well actually, and it was very stable, like much more stable than I expected it to be, uh, which I thought which I thought was great. Um, did you guys have a chance to try any of the other mods? I, I unfortunately haven't. Oh, well, I mean, let me just kind of say that the one thing that I learned from testing the 360 camera was that I do not know how to use a 360 camera. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Um, yeah. It was it, it recorded really nicely. Um, it was actually very, <clears throat> sorry, unfortunate that we were recording um in uh, in the gyrocopter at least for for us mike yeah. um but we were it was the the unfortunate part was that we got uh, two shades of video because sunlight on one side and sunlight not on the other so that was a little sad because it very obviously showed how Actually, um, i think by the by the, the time that i went up Dinesh, i didn't have that issue because the sun was like oh did you the not sun was up it there? was like light, it was like midday right right you did yeah. go quite a bit after us yeah so we had so like my videos are literally left and right like dark and light yeah. uh, and it shows um how moto does the stitching which is not the worst thing in the world, but it still doesn't look seamless. So even if we had a video, let's say, uh, which had no lighting issues, I think it would look good. But still, just to have something that is so easily attachable is amazing, 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 amazing. I loved it. I mean, I'm enjoying the device as well. Uh, the couple of things that I did notice almost immediately was, I'm not sure if you guys have... Um, listened to the speaker on the device it's actually present on the earpiece mm -hmm. and not bottom firing like most yeah. other phones have yeah it's yeah. super yeah. loud and it comes straight at you so that's i think quite nice yep. because um, and the second thing i noticed is related to the screen i especially at the fingerprint sensor area um i don't know if this is related to shatterproof or not but it feels a little sharp and uneven to me so if i glide my okay. thumb on it uh, you know how the button is capable of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. So when you just kind of glide your yeah. thumb over it, you feel a little uneasiness when you're sort of yes. gliding your fingers. Yes. It's got a bit of ridgy to edges to it. Yes, I felt that completely, completely um, too. But I would, I would uh, put the same bet as you, which is that it has something to do with the shatterproofness. I'd say so as well. I'd say so, yeah. Uh, battery on it, the built-in battery is about 2,700 milliamps. And yeah. it sort of kind of gets through to the middle of the day, towards the end of the day, if you have a regular use, I guess, but uh, not not through a heavy yeah. day. Uh, but then having said that, have you guys tested the extra, you know, the battery mod that they gave us? Yes. So it's it's a little funny because, um, okay, so the, 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 the perk of having that mod is that the great thing is the phone never leaves my hand or it's never unavailable for usage because even when something is charging, it's the mod charging. Mm. So it's not the phone. So for example, I'll le okay, let me give you guys an example of two days of usage, yeah? So basically woke up in the morning, um, the, the phone was charged and ready, started using it. It died about at about three o'clock, okay? okay? Not died, but like was on its 20s. I said, mm -hmm. okay, let's pop the turbo pack on. Now I pop the turbo back on and it charges at lightning speed. At lightning speed, your Moto Z2 is back to normal. Great stuff, okay? It's a little bulky, just a little, but it's fine. And it warms up a bit, yeah? But okay. that's understandable. Um, and then uh, again, remove the battery pack, put the battery back for charging, continue using my phone. Uh, but what I did realize and what I, this is a very funny thing because while everything charges fast and it's like, you know, there's no loss of battery life for 6,100 milliamps, which is the total amount between the battery pack and the phone, mm -hmm. I feel I got very less usage. And I think this comes down to um, a good battery management system, which is one of the perks of operating systems like, let's say, I'm going to give a little credits to Samsung, most credits to Huawei, uh, some, a lot of credits to HTC because they've got Boost Plus. So 
a battery management system just does not exist over here. If you're using your phone, you're using your phone. Right. Standby time was disgusting on the Motorola. I slept one day at about 31%, and I was like, there's no way this phone is going to die. And guess what? Wake up, it's got 3% on it. That's um, not great. So, yeah, that is a lot. Yeah, so it's so if this same thing, let's assume in a, in a hypothetical, magical world, if the Moto Z2 with its turbocharging pack had some sort of battery management or AI processing, oh my God, this phone would last forever and it would be great yeah. for rough, not rough, but I mean um, heavy usage, like, you know, like for example, when you're out and about snapping and clicking and instying and God knows what all. But, um, but yeah, it would be great for that. But that being said, still not bad. Took me through one hour and, uh, sorry, one day and uh, approximately 14 hours uh, on uh, on the day when I changed. So the battery mod comes in two modes. One is a turbocharging mode, which just charges you mm -hmm. all the way to 100%. And the other is a mode which keeps you keeps the phone at 80% and gives you a slightly longer use. So, so did you try the, the second mode to run through yes, your entire I did. day? And that's and the even one. That that's the one no, that's the one which gave me a little longer life, but nothing like significant. I must have got about two hours more. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Okay. Mike, what are your thoughts on the Moto Z2? Yeah, honestly, I, after that first day, I played around with it in the afternoon, but it's been with my reviewer for for the rest of the week. So his reports are pretty... But your initial thoughts? Yeah, what about I, I, your initial oh, thoughts? I liked it. Um, yeah, I thought it was a nice design. It was definitely better than the one from last year, which I wasn't super hot on, to be honest. I know that you guys yes. have slightly different opinion. I know Abbas was a big fan of that one. But uh, if, if I remember correctly, sorry if I'm putting words in your mouth, Abbas. Um, no, I love the modularity yeah, of it. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that I exactly. think is just amazing on the phone. Exactly. I mean, you're absolutely right. And I think that what's really great about this as well is that the mods that work on this and the previous mods are all intercompatible, right? So you don't need to buy this new phone if you have an old last year's model and want to use the 360 camera and vice versa. You can go out and buy the Hasselblad add-on and that kind of thing. And I think that's super clever on Moto's part and was a real concern of mine when modular phones were like this new it thing and Google was doing them and LG was doing them. And it was like, yeah, okay, it's a cool idea, but if you know, if I got to buy a new phone every year anyway, what's the point? So kudos to, to Motorola for actually sticking with it and, and being cool about well, it. Well, absolutely. Oh. And I think they've promised three years of, uh, or three yeah. generations yes. of basically phones. So even next yeah. year's model. That is, that, is, that is something really great. And man, if they master their phones, I think maybe the Z3, if they master it, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with the Z2 Force. It is a good phone. It's priced well, 2699 with a mod worth a thousand dirhams. Hells yeah, mm -hmm. go for it. Yep. But that yep, being said, absolutely. once if they just get that little extra battery management and AI or you know anything that just does that little extra for you, like the Huawei's and the Samsungs and the HTCs are doing, I mean, I think a Moto phone would definitely be a good, a great um, option for anyone looking to you know get into the modular modular sphere. I mean. I loved having that battery pack on. It was brilliant. I never felt it in my pocket. I just snap it on and I have a whole day's worth of usage. Hells yeah. Nice. Very nice. And it has a dual lens, uh, camera lens, as you mentioned. Mm. One is monochrome, one yes. is color. Kind of like the Huawei. Yeah, how did you guys uh, find the camera? I didn't have a chance to play around with it too much. I found it a tad bit slow. Okay. Uh, I haven't taken a lot of pictures with it, but when I did use it, I found it just a tad bit slow. Uh, yeah. It I haven't had a chance was... to look at the pictures, so Sorry. I can't say that. You know, I've looked at the pictures that I've taken on a big screen, so I don't know about the quality per se. I, you know, maybe we can discuss that next week. But yeah, I mean, as far as the performance is it's... concerned, it was okay. It's not bad. It'll work out for anyone who wants daily pictures. But like, if I had to give this camera a score on ten, at the back camera, I'd give it like a seven, and the front camera like a five. That like okay. that five megapixels is just an unacceptable number in me nowadays. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not some selfie king, but guess what? It's not difficult to put a decent 8 megapixel in there, so get on that motor. Yeah, everybody else yeah. is doing it. Fair. One thing that I was disappointed in last year's model was that I didn't find the Hasselblad mod that great of a jump. Uh, yeah. You know, yes, it has zoom, absolutely, but the quality of the photo wasn't necessarily the best. Uh, you know, I think Samsung was doing a better job last year with the S7 
Apple was doing a great job with the iPhone 7. And I found that yeah. model could have been so much better than what it was. But Abbas, a very important point you have to remember when it comes to the Hasselblad was that while Hasselblad has the, uh, the engineering and the knowledge behind them, the mm -hmm. software was heavily, heavily limiting. Heavily. Yeah, it, wasn't, so, it didn't have a manual mode for starters. Which was, it uh, just it it was just a starting point. I mean, if Hasselblad is taking this seriously, and I know this is looking a little too further in the future, but whatever the Z4 is going to be, when they have done their three-year contract of the way mods are, I think if Hasselblad continues down this path, there's some massive potential. Because, um, again, I, I bring the same topic up again, which is that it just needs that extra software power, some sort of processing. Like if you were to merge, let's just say Huawei's dog recognition AI, <laughs> um, the processing power of that with a Hasselblad attachment, I think mm -hmm. it could work wonders. Uh, fair enough. But I mean, you look, you brought the example of Huawei. They're very open about the fact that Leica has a lot of involvement into the camera of their phone. I mean, they literally mm -hmm. just have them from start to scratch. You know, they're, they unashamedly say that. Uh, whereas the Hasselblad mod just feels like a mod developed by a third party yeah, for it, a phone. Well, it, it felt like an exercise see, in branding, thing, right? I think, more than anything else. Yeah, exactly. But see, that's the thing, right? They never, no, to, to, to defend Motorola a little, they never said that, hey, we're getting into the mods business, right? Yeah, yeah. They've, even now, there is technically only one Motorola mod, which is the projector. Mm. That's it. The battery packs are made by other people. The cameras made by other people. And I'm not saying that Motorola has no involvement, but Leica being involved with Huawei is not comparable to Hasselblad with this because it's not like the camera on the device is Hasselblad branded. Do you know what I, I mean? I understand. I understand. But look, when you're bringing a name like Hasselbrand to it, I mean, that name comes with a lot of, you know, I don't know, yeah, pull man. or Those values cameras, or whatever else, you know? Hasselbrand yeah, cameras exactly. things you, that you and I will yeah. never be able to afford in a million years. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, if it was a, just a regular named camera and it took pictures like it did, I might have been kind of okay with it. But when you're bringing Hasselblad into the picture, you know, you expect wonders so that unfortunately True. didn't deliver last year well again i mean it's been a year it might be worth just pulling that out sticking it on maybe they have some software updates for the mod that makes it better uh, but Possibly. yeah i think i'll check that out i'll definitely check that out all right so let's move on to the third launch event which was the samsung uh, samsung launched their wearables they launched the gear sport as well as the gear fit 2 pro uh, and yes. the Gear Icon X, the 2017. There were three, actually. Uh, Correct. All right, so I'll start with the Gear Sport. I got a chance to play okay. with it. Um, now, I'm not necessarily... I On my watches, I prefer more of a classy look than a sporty look, so I wasn't yes. too impressed with the look of it. I still have the Gear S2, the classic version of it, not the sport version of it. Yes. Um, so right. I, I prefer that look. I'm, this was a bit sporty for my liking, uh, it has the same rotating bezels as the other Samsung watches. It has a smaller screen like the S2, not like the Gear S3. Uh, okay. It has supposedly has a good battery life that could possibly go on to three days. Um, fully waterproof. You can go swimming with it. They've partnered with Speedo. You can go. Um, you can go 50 meters deep with it. So that's much more than swimming. You can go diving with it. There you go. I can't even swim, so I don't know. I'll never even get there. Um, you know, forget all of that. So for not necessarily a, a fitness tracker or something that I would personally be interested in, uh, but is either mm -hmm. one of you into into sporting activities or well, any design-wise? You know, I don't know. I mean, so um, with the Fit Pro, I give them a little cred because they did a good thing. They entered the market, which they, that's where they should be, to be honest. I think the S3 was a bit of an overstretch and it was very focused on the male audience. Mm. Um, the Fit Pro works at an audience where people just don't like, didn't like the S3 for one reason, which is that if you're running or if you're just even doing mild activity, you don't want a giant watch on your hand. You it want something massive. light and easy and movable. Yeah, it was massive, man. I hated the Gear S3. But um, that being said, the upgrade that they've done to the other one, what's the other one called? The Fit Pro? No. The Gear Fit 2 the, Pro. Fit 
the Gear Fit 2 Pro. Wow. Okay. Mouthful. <laughs> so the Gear Fit 2 Pro. Now that is where the upgrade is done well because I loved that device. That little rectangular, vertically rectangular screen was fantastic. Uh, believe it or not, because that rectangular screen, screen, you can read like long messages on it really comfortably, reply to them. Um, it was great for anyone who has any sort of sporting life. And the new straps are much better. So yeah, mm-hmm. but that being said, the Icon X, bye-bye. Say thank you very much to them. I don't want to see them again. I don't know why they came a second year round. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe because they finally wanted to get some decent battery life in the things. <laughs> imagine. Yeah, no, the man. first one. They were, they were just bad in general. I hated them. They had literally about two hours of battery life. It was a joke. Yeah, it was pretty bad, um, the battery yeah. life. I, the first generation. Yeah. I, I uh, have been quiet because I wasn't at this event. But um, from judging from, from the press release and, and sort of obviously the, the lineup that was revealed, I think it's quite, it's fairly obvious that, that uh, Samsung have taken a few cues from Apple and their, uh, and their wearable strategy in the sense yeah. that like, okay, yes. yeah, everything needs to be fitness focused because that's where the money is. That's where the people are, which is smart. And I think, you know, give people a watch, but if it, people want it for the fitness so make it as fitness friendly as possible and then give them all the other stuff on top of. Sure. I like the Gear Fit 2 Pro as well. I think I, I kind of like that rectangular um, look of it. The only yes. thing that bugs me about it is that it doesn't have NFC, so it doesn't support Samsung Pay. So if I ever was to, if I ever wanted to use it, to use Samsung Pay, you just can't because it doesn't have NFC That's in it. Um, yeah, which, which I don't know why they kind of left out the... Kirabas, can I ask you a question? Yep. Have you actually used um, uh, uh, the Samsung Pay from your watch? I have. I've used it on the Gear S3. I haven't used it on the 2 that I'm wearing right now, but I have used it on the Gear S3, and it works beautifully. Oh, man. I could never get myself to twisting my arm like an idiot on a payment thing. I just couldn't do it. It was incredible because we were out for dinner at a restaurant with some friends, and we kind of split the bill. Okay. She kept bringing the machine to everyone, and everybody kept swiping their cards. And when she comes up to me, I literally just tap my watch, and everybody's looking at me, like, what the hell is going on over here? And, you know, like 30 seconds later, it was done. It's she the had the receipt man. printed and all set. Yeah, all fair set. Fair enough, um, fair enough. I can, see, I can see that making some sense. Yeah, I'm kind of sad that they don't have that on here, but oh well. Uh, those were the wearables real quick. Yeah, speaking um, of Samsung Pay... Mm-hmm. Apple uh, Pay is here as well. Correct. Yes. App- so, okay. Which one of us, neither one of us is using an Apple device as their primary device anymore. No. Yep. Uh, so actually, here, this begs a question, though. Because Apple Pay will work on a Apple Watch, regardless of whether you have okay. an iPhone near it, right? Everything is stored mm-hmm. on That's there. correct. Okay. So even without access to Wi-Fi or the Internet? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even Samsung Pay works that way. Okay. You don't need to be connected to use that. Okay, so it's got a chip in it that'll oh. do all that, that work for you. Absolutely. So, I mean, basically, all it does is the... It's kind of like a credit card, right? I mean, your mm. credit card is not powered either. It's literally just the information of your card being transmitted, which is the number, the expiration date, okay. um, the code, and stuff like that. So you don't need an active data connection uh, so, so I actually have a reason that. to wear my Apple Watch again. You can. You totally can wear the Apple Watch and use payments on it without the iPhone. Now I've got to convince you, the girlfriend that she doesn't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you do need an iPhone to set up the Apple Watch because right. without that, you can't use the iPhone. But yeah, once you do have it set up, uh, I actually put it on my wife's uh, iPhone, uh, Apple Pay, and it was quite a good, easy process, very much like Samsung. Mm. You can scan your card in and it's the good thing about uh, that was that once the setup was done on the iPhone, it actually asked me if I want to set up a setup on her watch as well because it okay. knew that her watch oh, was nice. nice. So it was all completely done in one way. Very, very nice, very Apple-like setup, mm. very easy, very quick setup. Haven't used it, though. I, I do need to give it a shot. I mean, I haven't used it. I did use Apple Pay with my U.S. card when I was using a U.S. account a few years back when they originally launched it, and it worked well over here without any issues um, at Starbucks and stuff like that. So I'm assuming that it will work well over here. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's working at all the same places that Samsung Pay has been working. Which no, it's is, working. Which um, is great. Not necessarily. So I had some friends who used it. Sorry, I missed that. What was that? Uh, no, Sa- Mike suggested that it's working at all the places that Samsung's 
working, but that's not oh, the case. No, 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 no. It only not. supports NFC. Uh, yes, However, sorry. some yes. supports NFC as well as the NFT. So, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, no. Um, we used it yesterday. A friend of mine used it in front of me. Um, it worked pretty well. Um, it, it's pretty quick. Um, it pops up pretty fast uh, while the while Samsung is a swipe on the screen. This is a double click. Uh, but yeah, it, it 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 seemed to work well. I don't see why it shouldn't. Now we've just Android would get their stuff together and just get Android Pay here. We'd all be happy with Android Pay. Yeah, but, I, I, yeah I must say I tried it again. You know how the app is available now, right? The Android Pay app. Yes. So the, we tried it on the podcast the other week, and then it uh it it didn't work, but it still charged my credit card. And so then I tried. Oh it again. no way! No, and then I tried. Like charges like a four do, four dirham fee, I guess. Then they they charge you back, I assume, right? It's like what the yeah, yeah, they do. But, so I tried do. it again yesterday, and it did it again. So I'm down and now. <laughs> Google, I'm at eight dollars, eight dirhams because of you. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be nice it. to see Android Pay come to the region as well. Mm. Um, then we'll have all of those. But yeah, oh, yeah, 2018, man, 2018. I'm I'm taking Sundar Pichai to court if he doesn't get Google here <laughs> by 2018. He promised August. <laughs> well, let's let's see how that goes. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. cool. Awesome. Uh, anything else that we want to discuss today, or shall we? No, I think that I think that about wraps quick it. question. Uh, Are you getting it. the iPhone X? <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> You did. You did, didn't I you? Did. you did. I, I, I you did. I kind of did. Yeah, I kind of did, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, yeah, because pre-owners well, went live well, the other well, day, didn't I've, they? I've, I've, okay, so, I mean, let me just kind of say it. I've asked someone to order it for me, and that someone is, let's just say, well-connected with the telco, so I'm hoping they'll be able to secure a unit for me. Okay. When it's released, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mainly did that because of all the um, Pixel XL2 screen issues that I'm reading. Uh, I don't yes. think I'm going to keep both of them. One of them is going to go on sale. Uh, but uh, but yeah, let's let's just. So see. you I mean, heard I it here first, listeners. Get ready soon. One of you could be the proud owner <laughs> of a of slightly used iPhone X or Pixel XL2. <laughs> Fair what made you ask me that question, Dinesh? Oh, because I'm considering it now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that video that I posted on our WhatsApp group for the app switching. Yeah. Oh man, that, that looks so that's nice. That's just something that Apple can do. I mean, you know, with the whole software oh, hardware yeah. integration. Yeah, it looks yeah, very. They're, oh they're yeah, fantastic I agree with you. Android, maybe the Pixel like four, maybe could do it, but not yet. Exactly. Exactly. It's going to be a while. I don't know. You guys are suckers, man. I'm going to sit here happy with my Mate 10 Pro. (laughs) (laughs) There's just way too many good phones out there. Just way too many. Oh, man. It's so confusing. But all of them marginally flawed. True. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. On that beautiful note, (laughs) let's take our notes. Oh, let's take our leave. Sorry. Let's take our notes. Uh, I was looking at my nose when you said that. <laughs> it's definitely late in the night. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, we'll come back next week. Thank you very much for listening. This is about signing out. I'm Asia for Ali on Twitter. Mike. Yeah, I'm at Mike Priest. Uh, at DannyK55. Cool. And you can hit us and up at, at Behind the Bites on Twitter. Cool. And we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. See ya.